Everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show comes in. If you are ready to have more money, create more freedom, and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Parks. Hello, and welcome to this episode. I am your host, Cassie Parks, and I'm back with Vicky, P- Vicky Pace for her next year of growth interview. Welcome, Vicky. How are you? Oh, I'm excellent. Thank you, Cassie. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so as always, tell me something awesome. Um, I got a lot of rest this weekend, and um, I, I don't know. I'm just feeling great and light and fluffy and fun. And I'm so excited for life. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love it. So, um, we kind of talked about starting with this question. How has, because you've definitely been your couple months out from the workshop, you're actually getting ready to do another one. Yes. I can't wait. I know. I'm so (laughs) So excited. (laughs) (laughs) So how has stepping into your future self made it easier to have difficult conversations? Um, I think, I think it's seeing, I think I'm more able to see that other end of the conversation, like how it's going to be once the tricky talk is over with and, um, the growth that you go through. Like, um, I just, I just feel like you can see the light of the tunnel a little bit better when you're more in tune with your future self, knowing that like everything's taken care of. And I'm not, I don't necessarily like coach myself through it. Like, it'll be fine. It's going to be great. You know, it just is like, I don't know. I I guess like ripping off the bandaid, like, you know, it's going to heal better if it gets some fresh air. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. How have you been um, stepping into your future self? Um, The last week or so I've been, I've physically just been taking a breath and, Mm -hmm. um, just taking that one extra second for me, if anything starts, I don't know, spinning or something, I just, that extra breath is really helpful to ground myself and reconnect with my future self. And I, I feel like like on my phone, I have that lit, like my background is the, what does she do this? Does she say this, own this, that thing? But I don't, I feel like I don't actually consciously think those words in my mind. I just, that breath I take is mm-hmm. that reconnecting with her. Yes. And yeah. And that's been really helpful. Just the last like three or four days I've been doing that. And boy, it's, it is so, so helpful. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It starts to become your own version. Like that's sort of the evolution of the process, right? It's like, okay, these are questions I want to be asking and you sort of start paying attention to them and eventually it does evolve. And like for you, I love it. It's this deep breath is my reconnection, mm-hmm. right? I have other clients that literally say, like, I woke up. Like, they just mm-hmm. tap right back into their script. Yeah. yeah. And I do that sometimes too, but not not all the time. Just mm-hmm. every, like if I'm in the middle of a busy dinner service or something, just that breath, that quick breath, reconnect with myself and my future self and get back in it. And it's so great. And And I think that breath reminds me to connect with my thoughts. Does she mm-hmm. think this and... Like, no, she chooses ease and she chooses that it's all going to be perfect. So it's fine. Just move on. (laughs) Right? I love it. She chooses it's all going to be fine. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is 
you even gotten really good. I think, I don't think we talked about this in the last interview, but there's been conversations where you've gone up and you've deleted things with your coworkers. Right. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I, that's not me. I don't want that to be me. Right. Yeah. That was, that was the first time I'd ever said it out loud in the past. Mm-hmm. I've just like in my mind said, mm, I'm going to delete that conversation. This is what it was instead. But with this, um, woman at work, I just, it was just, I don't know. I, I just said a story that I didn't want to continue. And um, like five minutes later, I walked up to her and I was like, hey, I'm going to delete what I said earlier and <laughs> everything's great and I'm making money. And so I'm happy. And she was like, great. That's awesome. I love it. And she just like walked away and greeted one of her tables. <laughs> like there was, it was no drama or weirdness. It just is like, this is, that was not what I meant to say or what I want. And this is what I want. And she was all aboard. I, I'm not even like super close friends with this person. It was just like a friendly coworker. And, um, and sure enough, after that, it all picked like service picked up and I made a lot more money. <laughs> I love it because yeah. I love that you're, um, I always wanted this. Like it, right now you're in the service industry as you're, and as you're stepping into full-time acting. And I always wanted that, um, somebody in service, I wanted to go back and be in the service industry because you can see literally how, when you change your thoughts, like, oh, it's appearing like it's going to be a, not a lot of money shift. And it goes to, yeah, I just walked out with a lot of cash shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, And it's yeah. so much fun. Like it's, it's, it's almost a little addicting, like the kind of like the instant manifesting I, I do and like the, ex, like the fun work I get to do in those shifts, like playing with my stories and, and exercise. What did I say? Exercising good storytelling. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. With, um, with my coworkers and in my own head too. So yeah. Will mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about that? So what does that look like? Exercising good storytelling. Like when you are in the service industry and you have a job that, you know, you can walk out with a varying amount of money. Mm-hmm. Every, yeah. Shift is a little it, for me, exercise, it's like exercising your trust muscle, except with this, it's like, um, uh, I don't know, like, um, if a lot service, okay, let me start again. Service people tend to have a lot of stories and, um, they speak them out loud a lot and to each other almost honestly, like the second they walk in the door, even without getting any tables or anything, like they immediately, it's fun to see how like they label the day before it starts. And then it fills all those blanks to make that true. And that's fun for me to watch. I mean, it sucks for them, but it's like fun for me to see like how, how, what I'm doing is correct and right for me and working. And I start the day with that good story. Even if I'm not feeling like a, like in the best, most awesome spot, it's still like the words I speak are, um, what I want more of right away at the start of the day. And then as the day continues, servers come up and say other things to me. And I just, the exercising part is the, like holding your tongue, like just letting it roll off your back and either, changing the subject, which I feel like is an up level. And I do it sometimes, but not all the time. Most of the time I just nod and smile and (laughs) move on. (laughs) Yes. That's just super easy for me now. So the changing the subject is my next goal. (laughs) I love it. So like changing the subject if if another server is telling a story that like you don't want to be true. So you've learned to just go, 
cool. That's your story. And I'm just going to like get to have that right without um, attaching or needing to change it, which is a big deal because so Mm -hmm. often I think like people that are practicing the law of attraction, they want to, oh my gosh, I can't have anyone around me telling a story I don't want. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, uh, that exercising I think has made me really good at, um, like being surrounded by other people saying all these other stories has made me like extra hyper aware of my own stories and what's in my head. Like if somebody asked me how, like, how was the day yesterday? Did you make good money? And I said, yeah, I love money. (laughs) doesn't matter how much it is. It's just like, yes, it's great. It's all amazing. Yes. Oh, I love Mm -hmm. that. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. So fun. Um, so recently this is a very fun story that I love because it's about, it's, it's such an up level for you in sort of how we don't have to make things happen, even when we don't think we're making things happen or we still think we have to make things happen. Um, so recently you were, and I'll let you tell a little bit about it, but you had an inspiration. You wanted to work with kids. And, um, so just talk a little bit about that. And then I want to talk about what happened and sort of how the process evolved. Yeah. Um, gosh, the last few months I've just been like, I guess getting an itch to teach kids again, work with kids again. Um, and I, I haven't done anything about it. It just, it was like a thought in the back of my mind. And then, um, last summer I taught, I think I was doing interviews at that point, but I was mm-hmm. teaching a camp. Oh yeah. I remember. It was your first, yeah, that was your first interview. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That was a struggle, but we did it. We did. Here we are. (laughs) Um, yeah, they, that same company messaged me and asked me if I was interested in the next summer. And like that is, she just came to me. I, and um, there was like a, a seed in the back of my mind that was like, oh, I should reach out to her and see if she does need a teacher. It was, it, I just like forgot about it. I don't know. I didn't consciously say no, set it aside. It just, it kind of went away. And um, so she reached out to me, which was super cool. Um, and then I have some like show conflicts that I don't know if she'll be able to work with, which is, it'll, it's fine. Um, and I, like you and I did some coaching on it. Like, should I adjust some things, like reach out to her, negotiate a little. And we decided to just let it be and let it sort of simmer in the background. Um, and then a couple days later, or maybe it was like a day later, it was real, it was real quickly. Um, a family reached out to me and asked me if they would car, if I could carpool their kid to rehearsals for the next show, which is it's Oliver's. There's a lot of children in it. And, um, I, I just, I realized like going through the steps of meeting her and like seeing their house and, and meeting them, it wasn't until a day or two later that I was like, oh, is this like the opportunity I get to work with kids is like, it's an hour drive each way. So it's like a lot of quality time with kids sitting in the car, like, and it, not that I'm going to be like coaching them or working with them, but like just that time together with children and especially since she'll be in theater and performing with me, like we'll have a lot of conversations about performing and, and acting and singing and dancing. And, and I feel like that is filling that niche for me this summer. And that, that, that was a really awesome realization. And I don't know if I told you or if you're like, wait, isn't this what you wanted? <laughs> I can't remember who, who like nailed it on the head, but yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. 
And yeah, it was awesome because there it was. And so often it's like, even when we get those little, like, there's just these things, breadcrumbs along the way, and they're not always the thing, right? And it was like, oh, should I go take this camp? But what do I have to give up? And what do I want more, right? And being in this hole and like, you don't have to give up anything to get what you want. In fact, you now get paid to do what you were doing anyway, right? Yeah, because she, yeah, she offered to pay my gas um, anytime I take her, which is fantastic. And it's funny you said like the little breadcrumbs along the way, because I realized I did have a conversation with, so this family is like a family friend of my boyfriend's best friend. So we had them over for like a dinner party, yeah, like before Christmas, I think, or during Christmas. And that was when she mentioned it. And in my head, I was like, yeah, okay. I, I doubt that's going to follow through. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, those conversations you have with people, you're like, right. Okay. We're just being nice. But, um, I, and then it, she reached out out of the blue and it came through. Like I did nothing. They, they reached out to me. It was super cool. I love it. Mm-hmm. The best part about that is I did nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how did that feel when you were like, oh, this just all got created, like really in a lot of ways, I think better, not even maybe better than you could imagine, but in a way you totally couldn't have imagined. Yeah. And that just, I think that's um, such a great example of letting go of the how Mm -hmm. and allowing the universe to deliver um, in whatever way is easiest and yes. fastest. <laughs> and, um, and I, I think one, once or twice you told me like way back in the beginning, something like, let, let it go because it, imagine how sweet it could be that moment when it is delivered in a way you never thought possible. And that was that moment for me realizing like, oh my God, I never would have like in my how brain, I never could have imagined this, um, being the solution. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And how does it feel to like not have made, to still have sort of summer open for what you really, really want or, or the opportunities that you want to come in? It feels amazing. And since then I've had like another big opportunity, sort of like a big audition I had that went Mm -hmm. super well and that would fill up my summer. So there's like a lot of question like a big wide open summer. I mean, and I have an audition today that that would fill up my summer or if none of those things work out, I'm so excited to like chill and have fun in Denver this summer and like just work and have fun. I think that would just be so much fun too. So no matter what, like it's all going to work out and it's, it's such a like liberating, freeing feeling, not Mm -hmm. putting weight on these, um, I don't know, auditions for me, I I can't think of a way that it would relate to other people, but like interviews, I guess, but how, how freeing it is to know that no matter what, it's going to work out and it's all going to be great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so awesome. And I remember when you said that on a call, you're like, it doesn't matter. My summer is going to be awesome. Like I don't have to pick cause we kind of started and I remember, I think I said something or you said something and you were like, I think you're going to ask me, what do I want my summer to be like or something, right? Because we often like, that's the, that's the basics and that's awesome, right? When we're like, okay, what do we want this summer to look like? Okay, let's intend that and fill in. But now you're at the point where you're like, no matter what, it's going to be awesome. And it's going right. to be exactly amazing. Mm-hmm. Exactly amazing. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> this is the year of awesome for me. So yes, yeah. <laughs> it is going to be awesome no, no matter what. And 
to me, it's like, it's going to fill up with awesomeness. Not necessarily. It doesn't have to be the doing of anything. It just could be awesomeness. Like I could take classes this summer, like I've been wanting to do, or God, there's so many things I could do in the next like five months. So just so fun. I love it. Um, so how is being, you know, stepping into your future self, how has that made it easier to up level that? Cause that you're definitely at the next level LOA right now. I feel like you're, you're just manifesting mm-hmm. things. You're intending them like just cool stuff is happening. Um, was the question, how does it feel? Or like, what am I how doing? Does, how is um, stepping into your future self really helped you to up-level and take that next step to? Oh, I feel like it's, hmm, the, the way I'm picturing it is like you're, yes, it's, it's like a step up to where, it's like moving into management where you no longer mm-hmm. have to like, you know, micromanage all the things you have. Yeah. I, I work in service industry mostly. So I'm thinking like you have the servers to go greet the mm-hmm. tables and talk to the tables. You're the one there just trusting that it's all happening like underneath you. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I yeah. love that. And, and it, it's like interviewing your future self to get that job kind of like to move up (laughs) and like what what's really cool is you're going to get the job no matter what (laughs) right she's there she's there yeah yes I love that talk about that right like no matter what she's there yeah it's I I don't know it's like because what we do the future stuff is is a few years in the future that Mm -hmm. it's just I like I, the more I think of it, the more like that management, it, that's how it feels to me is like, I'm going to get there and everything is happening underneath me and behind the scenes to make it happen. So I don't need to, to go micromanage all the other things. Um, and sometimes I'm so grateful to have you coaching us along the way, because sometimes you don't know you're micromanaging until, until you call it out. Right. <laughs> Right. Cause it's like, oh, this is a really great idea. And this like, cause it doesn't seem like it. And right. it's like, mm. <laughs> that's the how. Right. That's yeah. the how. Or that's- sometimes you'll be like, oh, that has like a flavor of the how in it. And you're like, yeah, I guess it does. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. I love it. It's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the best thing about being connected to your future self? Oh, like the ease and peace. I will say since the, since the workshop, I've definitely had a number of days where I've resisted scripting mm-hmm. and I'd say like 90% of the time I push through and I do it. Uh-huh. And it takes, it takes me like a couple seconds to really finally get into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've definitely, I'm, I'm, still like a little resistant to some of the things. So I'm excited to see what, what this next workshop is going to do to me, but (laughs) (laughs) me too. I love it. And my favorite this morning was because I have you guys even just script a minute Mm -hmm. that you get that feeling. And I would love to hear for you. What is that like when you script for just one minute? I'm like, just do it for one minute. So today you did it for one minute and 10 seconds, (laughs) (laughs) which I love. I love that you're like this. How long I did Right. Because I was like, oh, I just got to finish this one line and it just yeah. took me an extra couple seconds. So, <laughs> um, uh, it feels, oh my gosh, you know what it is? It's like, tr- it's the trust muscle. Yes. Like, like today with this audition today, I feel like a p- part of my brain is like, oh, maybe I should do my hour scripting today and like really get, really get in, 
in tune with it. But another part of me is like, no, just do the assignment and you're going to be great. <laughs> like <Yay>! that. Yeah. <laughs> so doing it, scripting for one minute or five minutes, like sometimes your things say to like continue if it feels good. Other times uh-huh. it says boom, like that's it. So, um, it's, it's really exercising your trust muscle, but it, it's fun to like, oh, okay. I booked 20 minutes for the day to do this and I only took two minutes. So what's now? And it, it it's the trust muscle. And I, I feel like I'm getting giddy because it's so much fun to see how great it does. Like no matter what it all, it all works out. And I feel like I'm just as connected to her as, as before. Yes. Yay. Mm-hmm. That is, that's the huge, I mean, that's why I put it in there like that. Cause you're right. It's the trust muscle. Like this is enough. Mm-hmm. This is all I have to do. Right. Because right. we're even expanding, even in the stuff that we do, um, we still invest a fair amount of time in your future self, but it's also then what do you do with the extra space? What do you do with the 18 minutes? Right. Mm-hmm. And it gets sort of that opportunity to create more space and, and allow other things to come up. So I love that. I love yeah. hearing um, your, uh, experience with that. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear, um, how has stepping into your future self made it easier to be an actor or made it less, um, I don't, what's, what's the term you would use? <laughs> so I'm laughing because I'm earlier on the call today. I wanted to bring it up, but it was just, there's too, it was too busy. Anyways, I, I was going to bring it up later, but I was going to thank you for these scripting workshops because yes. I do like when I do an audition piece or a a big solo number, or if I need to connect with my character a little bit better, I, I kind of script it a little. And I didn't realize this. Yeah. This is something I learned in college is like, um, what do we call it? I I can't remember what, like do your paperwork is what they used to call it. But like you break down each beat of the scene or the song and you write the lyric and then you write what they're actually saying, their subtext and then you write how you connect it to yourself. And then you write the verb, the action. What are they trying to do? And I did a lot of, it was yesterday. I like sat down, closed my eyes, put my feet in this character's shoes and was like, what am I trying to do to this other person? And it was so vivid and clear. And I was like, oh my God, this is just what it's like when I script. Like I can see the life and the, the granted, this is this character, I do not want to live her life, but right. <laughs> like it's, it's such a fun like muscle that I have available that I can touch, like, like just tap into at any time I want is really just finding that moment to click into that other character and, and be in their world. Um, and I feel like one goes with the other, like my acting training has helped with this and this is now I'm finding that this is helping with that. And I also think characters in movies and plays and all that, if you break it down, most of it is pretty LOA based. I mean, most of those characters, you can find a way where how they are navigating their own world and what it is they truly want. And I think that our work together Mm -hmm. really helps, um, helps you get in tune with yourself and what you actually want. Like, no, you don't actually want that pair of shoes. What you want is the feeling that goes with those shoes is you want to feel X, Y, Z. And that's like that psychology behind it is really helpful for me to interpret characters and vice versa. Um, like, uh, I think I have a really good, like vivid Im- imagination just from doing all of this stuff and, and the breathing and connecting with myself, I think helps me connect with, um, like a future self character that is myself in the future. But yeah. So I think I, I answered the question. Yeah, you totally did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
And I, and it brought up another example that you had shared one time, you know, it was, there was one time and you were like, it was sort of like you wanted to force learning your lines or force learning, you know, it was like, I got to admit this memorized. And we talked about like, wait till it's inspired. Mm -hmm. And so do you want to talk, tell that story a little bit? Yeah. I was understudying, um, Mary and Mary Poppins Mm -hmm. in that it's like a, a big, anyway, you can put all the stories you want on it. It's a role. And Mm -hmm. I just was like, it was the first time I had ever understudied a part and I didn't, I was feeling self-conscious about how to navigate it. Anyway, I, I don't know. I just was telling you, like, I haven't felt inspired to do this and I've been trying like forcing it and I just, none of them are sticking and I don't like the lines aren't sticking. I can't get her blocking, right? Blocking is like the movement you do on stage. And, um, and you, you said to trust and wait for inspiration to hit. And I don't remember if it was like one day or two days or something, but I got like all of her lines memorized in like three hours and it was done. Amazing. Got it. And the same thing happened with the show I'm in now. I'm only understudying. I don't have a role in the show. So like I never got stage time to practice any of it with the director and like all the other actors have run the show four or five times. So they basically have the lines memorized. So it's all, it was basically all up to me. And I just... I just like never felt inspired to do it until one day before rehearsal, I spent five hours in the living room, just running all of one of the characters stuff. And I get to rehearsal that day and she was super sick and I had to get up and sing for her. And it was like, wow, I was inspired just in the right, like just in the nick of time to get her done. And, and the, what's so great is that role is done. Like I have it in my brain. I've touched it a couple times. Like I've, I've listened to the lines again and I've been like, Oh, I still have this. I don't need to like, it's done. Oh, that's awesome. How does that feel? It's so cool. And I just feel like it's normal. I mean, like yeah. I'm, and the, the other role I'm, I'm starting to feel like I haven't been inspired yet to nail her down that role down yet. So yeah. I'm curious to see if it ever happens. I mean, at this point we're halfway through the run and they're both super healthy. I don't even know if I'll ever go on for her. So (laughs) that's, I mean, it's so awesome, right? Because there's this one version of you that could be super stressed, super like, I got to memorize every line, forcing it, spending all this time. And then there's this version of you who's learned how to trust. And like, it's cool because you don't have to invest time it's super cool because you mm-hmm. don't have to invest time in what might not be. I mean, I love that you're like, yeah, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. But like, you can almost trust, like, I'll be inspired and I'll know if and when. And if not, like, you haven't invested that time. You've invested that time in being other things and being your future self. Yeah. And that that was truly the time when I realized that, like, time is abundance as well. And like your Mm. effort is abundance and, um, trusting your, that, that instinct to work when it's time, when, when it's right to work for your future self and Mm -hmm. you, I think that, you know, you work smarter, not harder in the end. Yeah. And that's like, go ahead. People say, I few people say that all the time, but then they end up still just working harder. So <laughs> like, and it, it just, it looks different for other, every person. And, um, it's funny. There's two of us are swings for this show. So it's the two of us learning five roles. She has three roles to learn. And it's funny to see how different, differently we handle it. And, 
um, how she's done it like for other shows. So she has her own system, but how I was like, Oh, I only spent like five hours and I'm like done. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which in like makes your overall what you get paid more. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Cause the number of hours for like related to what you get paid. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Ah, I love it. Abundance is totally effort and time as well. I love that you highlighted that. Mm -hmm. Um, so any other advice that you would give anyone listening, maybe to actors? Mm. Um, to just trust your own process and, Mm -hmm. um, what feels good to you. And as actors, we're, we usually are trained to know about feelings and, um, what you're working towards and what you want and just to trust yourself. And, um, I think in the acting world, there can be a lot of, mm, I don't want to tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that you just gave a real life example of like, oh, nope, actually I'm not going to say that. I'm not yeah. going to perpetuate that story because it's not your story and it's not one you want in the world. Right. Right. Just trust yourself and trust your instincts and well, and like with, with theater, you're, you're trained to like go with instincts every, like Mm -hmm. in your scene and you know, improv, like it's all on instincts. That is 100% instincts. And, um, with like scripted stuff, it's, you're using your instincts within parameters. And, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if our work is more, like improv based or like scripted based, you know, cause you do have like one certain thing you're going towards. So those instincts are bringing you towards that one thing. Oh my gosh, I'm getting real nerdy here. Do you want me to continue? Yeah, keep going. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because like in a, in a play or a script, uh-huh. you have an overall objective to get to that point. Like if your objective is to rule the world or something, mm-hmm. I don't know. And so everything you, all of your instincts in that, within that character are bringing you closer towards um, conquering the world or oh, I don't know, owning the world or whatever. So like if your future, so I feel like your future self is your final objective for this, pl- this chunk of your play. Cause yes. you can sort of break down objectives in a play or a scene. Like you, you can break down objectives per sentence, really. You can mm-hmm. tons of them. So, um, I think that, I think it relates a little bit more to, um, a scripted scene or play and, um, we are all actors. What is that Shakespeare quote? Yeah. Um, I know. I don't know it, but you're right. Like that's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. 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 And to so trust your instincts because we are instinctual beings. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I think it's, um, this just popped into my head. So I'm sure it's like, it is scripted at the end, but it's my favorite um, as a kid um, was always like, I loved Heritage Square. So it was scripted, right? Like a Christmas Carol, the script, Mm -hmm. but then there was these moments that they got to improvise, right? Where something would happen and they got to follow those instincts. And I think that is like our future self is that scripted, that moment, that objective, but then other, sometimes other things come on scenes. Right. And that's like when you trust your instincts. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or even like when in a performance, if, if something happens on stage and like other actors need to kind of pick up the pieces, get the plot back on track. You sort of trust your instincts in those moments. You trust that you've done enough work um, on this character that you know how they would respond and react. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. I love that. Which goes back to sort of the beginning that we talked about. Does she think this? Does she do this? Does she believe this? Right. And I think the work we do with you is us building that character and building our mm, trust in that we know that character and can trust our instincts. Um, Yeah. And navigate the world as yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, I love it. This was so much fun. Thank yeah. you so much, Vicki. This was an amazing interview. Yeah. Um, yeah. And thank you all for listening. Make sure to come back and check out Vicki's next year of growth interview in her year of awesome. I love it. I am totally, because this is your second series. I'm totally titling it that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Love it. Thank mm-hmm. you. And thank you all. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on The Law of Attraction, Manifesting Success Stories show. To learn how to identify your current money story, go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.